Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hey, Devin. From the, the frosty cold north of Vermont, what you got for us today? <laughs> I'm from, I'm You're, from yeah. Vermont. You're in Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> from the kind of mild weather here in Maryland today. Summer is here. I am in the process of moving all my bad habits outdoors. <laughs> I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the process of moving all my bad habits outdoors. <laughs> like, oh, I like to drink. I like to eat good food. I mm-hmm. like to... You know, you know, watch YouTube videos instead of doing work. <laughs> you could do all those things sitting outside. Yeah, you can have all your vices outside. <laughs> when it's not too hot out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I don't, I don't know who said that. It could be, it could be from a country song. I don't know. Sometimes I just grab one set that that look good. That's good. I like uh, during the summer because the sun stays up so long we always end up having dinner really late and like my wife nicole and i always feel guilty because we're like oh man we were supposed to have like dinner at seven and it's like nine thirty, and it's still light out and we're just chilling outside hanging out we're like oh i guess we probably should have some, you know have some dinner and feed our daughter <laughs> like oh, i'm hungry yeah but now now out? she's getting so old she'd probably be i'm i've, I've already eaten yeah I'm exactly good. i went inside and i had some cereal and then i made myself some you know some soup and I'm like what <laughs> she's <laughs> like i'm good <laughs> you yeah, guys have remember. your fun i remember when we were kids and we'd go to bed you know in the summer bedtime when we were kids was like 8 30 or something I mean, it was always 8 30 but in the summer there was still light out it was like a light out for another hour you know, know, like going to bed to be like oh it's still light outside and birds are singing there's like games to be played <laughs> 8 30 was that really our bedtime yeah 8 30 man yeah, that's crazy. I know, right? And yeah, I mean, now, I guess we're at the summer solstice. We're like, what, a day or two away from the summer solstice. And this, you know, what is it? It's 10 o'clock, almost 10 o'clock now. And there's still a little bit of blue in the sky. <laughs> it's like, you know, not completely dark yet. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah crazy but stuff. here we are. Summer has began. What do people say? If you have to say spring is sprung, what do you say for summer? summer? It has to be some type know. of alliteration, right? Right. Well, no, it's like, well, let's see. Autumn, summer, fall. Summer, uh, summer shines. I, I don't think. Summer shines. <laughs> I don't, I don't have to say with a lisp, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the spring shines. is sprung. I always feel like I have to say with a lisp. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's like when you get that that first day of summer, which I think was just a couple of days. That, that's the solstice, right? I think on the solstice, the first day of summer, so. It was a good one. Longest day of the year. I was up here just hanging out right around Father's Day, sitting out by the fire. If you guys saw my uh, uh, Instagram post, just, it was really nice. Just a nice day, just relaxing and hanging out. And I'm up in uh, up in Vermont visiting my in-laws. So my wife and I came up with our daughter. We came up on Saturday, and we're going to be leaving on Saturday. Today is Thursday. So. Yeah. Couple more days. It's been really nice. We uh, we went. We came up uh, on Saturday. We were here, and then on Tuesday morning, we went up a little bit further north to Weston, Vermont. And if anybody's uh, 
familiar with the New England area and or the Vermont Country Store, which is actually a mail order thing you can get from all over the country. Vermont Country Store is in Weston, Vermont. So right in Weston, there's a, uh, a, a place called the Trout Club, which my my father-in-law's uh, uncle and grandfather and great-grandfather have all been part of and members of um, for a couple generations back. So um, my my wife's uncle, Howard, is now the current living member, and so he uh, he got us a cabin on this little lake, and uh, they, they stock it with trout, and it's a members-only club, and you have these little boats with you know, little electric motors, you can zip around, and trout fish, and we stayed in the cabin overnight. It was super nice, so did that for a night, and then back to uh, uh, Whitingham, Vermont, which is where my in-laws live. And then uh, we went over to Newburyport, Massachusetts, and visited uh, Howard there at his new place. So that was on that was yesterday. We went after coming back, went over there, and then visited with uh, my wife's grandmother and aunt as well, who are now living in Newburyport, Mass. So it was nice to see them today. And then we came back up and stopped at a cool antique store and walked around Newburyport a little bit. And then uh, we're back back in Whitingham today. So kind of like all over the place, but um. But if it's too far, you know, it's like, well, Newburyport is about two and a half hours from here. So it's not crazy. You know, it's when when you don't have any like real schedule or any time frame to be anywhere, it all (laughs) just kind of is like, eh, you know, it's just since you don't have like we didn't have to be back in any time. We actually got back sooner than I was thinking. We were, you know, planning on leaving around noon or something. And I was like, well, maybe we'll we'll leave around noon. Maybe we'll stop and get lunch. You know, who knows? Maybe back around 435 or something like that, depending on how long. And we ended up getting back at like 345. Like I said, even we stopped at an antique store, which unfortunately that antique store had, or they had tons of awesome stuff, tons of blacksmith stuff, tons tons of old tools and things, Mm. but everything was so expensive. It was crazy. It was the most expensive like antique store ever. And not like (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't all like antiques antiques it was like a regular antique store but then it had a bunch of stuff you know like just to, you know not not high-end antiques just stuff and it was just so expensive you know like pairs of old tongs that were kind of rusty and crappy for like 40 bucks Whoa. and there was a um was it a, a collins legitimus um it may have been a, a connecticut pattern it was it wasn't in greatest condition but it was 60 dollars mm. You know, like it was rusty, and and then there was another. There was a not 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 was it not nipper or something like that. I think is the name, but it had some pretty bad toe jam, which means the top of the axe, the blade was kind of ground and you know had been chipped and ground away. That was only twenty bucks, but you know it wasn't worth it to. It was, it's a decent, it's an okay axe. It's a cool head, and it's you know not super. It's not seen all the time, but you know as a I'm a collector user, so I'm not gonna buy an axe that I can't use. You know, unless it's, you know, unless I get a good deal on something that's worth way more than I get it for. And then I, you know, buy it and sell it. But which you rare, which you rarely do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer to, I prefer to use the axes. Like I said, if I found an axe that was worth a lot of money, you know, like like a Black Raven or, uh, you know, there's like the Plum Champion and the Kelly Warranty. Yeah. You know, there's like all sorts of Maybe, things but that, I, that could be worth like multiple hundreds of dollars. Those I wouldn't actually use. I probably would, I would, I probably wouldn't sell them, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't use right. them. Right. I, I was going to say you wouldn't sell them. Even if, if you found something that rare, you would definitely keep it. Even if you had the right. chance to, I don't know, make a couple hundred bucks. I mean, it's, it's a good chunk of change, but it's not like life changing. Right. 
right, if someone exactly. all of a sudden offered you forty grand for something and you'd be like, oh, well, okay, yeah, I'll sell it. But if right. if you buy it if you buy it for cheap, like ten bucks or something, then it's actually kind of even like a, a better story. Right. Exactly. Like, can you yeah. believe it? I gave a, I got this for this amount, or maybe you think throw them a little bit more because they don't know what they have. You know, if it's some lady selling her dead husband's tool supply and he right. had a, a black raven and she's like oh i don't know five bucks you're like well how about i give you 50 <laughs> you know like, yeah. or whatever here's 20 I, you know yeah right right <laughs> yeah i appreciate it this is a great thing your husband had great taste here's some extra cash right thank exactly. you so much yeah. don't try to try to that was uh i was I, I was i was gonna say that's always a good thing yeah watching watching uh american pickers Right, yeah, I agree. They always, yeah, they always will throw them a little that. more yeah. money, and now that that could be because they're on TV, right? Yeah, people but, are going to be like killing them. Yeah, for, but but no matter why they do it, they're still doing something good, and right, they make exactly. a, they make a point of going when people don't know what they have. I mean, right. they want to they want a deal, but if something someone you can tell when they're everyone they're selling stuff for like everything for five ten bucks because they just want it gone, right? And the guys yeah. are actually like, well, how about I give you? 50 because this is actually worth 150 so right yeah <laughs> yeah and like, oh, okay and then you know that too then they just know they're honest guys and then you they know that in the future then they have another returning mm-hmm. client mm-hmm. you know someone who will probably reach out and be like hey you know i have some more stuff you might want to come check it out they'll call them first because they know they're going to be you know honest and hopefully you know give them a little bit extra cash if they run into it speaking real quick speaking of yeah. expensive antique did i talk about going to ellicott city the uh, antique place yet uh, i don't I think don't so i don't know if i did it on the last one so if i did i apologize no it wasn't on the uh, last one no. okay well we went to old ellicott city which is a nice little town yeah in uh in maryland um i uh we went to this antique place because on social media this antique this record this record spot had kept popping up and finally got me. I was right. like, you know, I'm, I'm going to go down. My wife and I had a day off and had the baby, obviously. So we all went down and we're walking around Elkhart City and went into this, um, you know, like an antique depot, antique mall. So it has a bunch of different stands. And right. they, didn't have many, they didn't have many tool spots, but they had, there was one record place on the top floor. And then he had another booth on the bottom, which was cheaper. But the top floor, he wanted... Thirty-five dollars for new records. For for new records. For new records, sealed records. Okay. Now, if I'll say that's way too high. I mean, you can get. Mm. I, I feel like you shouldn't pay more than twenty bucks for like uh, if it's a new record and you really want it. You shouldn't pay more than twenty if it's sealed and new. Obviously, if it's an old sealed record, that's some special, you know, right? That's yeah, a whole exactly. different thing. That's if different. it's like, yeah, collectible and sealed and whatnot, or right, yeah. then then it's a whole different thing. But not like a. And he was selling old, old new stuff, you know. So it'd be like a, a Rolling Stones or something, Goathead Soup, and and then it would be sealed up. But it's like, no, you didn't seal it. You just bought it from somewhere for. Right. You bought it on Amazon for seventeen dollars, and you sell it for thirty five. Right, yeah. So that I was like, ah, man. So then yeah, I looked, I was like, all right, I'm getting none of this stuff upstairs. So I got to find the downstairs when I found it. And even that, all his used stuff was ten, fifteen dollars. It's, it's when someone, I guess they know what they have, but right, but it's also they've gone too far with it. 
Right. It's like you know what you have, but now you're doing like top end retail price. Like, right. Like that you're trying to get. There's no deal here at all, but yeah, I, I don't know. But I mean, like, like I can go to Soundgarden in Baltimore, and almost every record's not above twenty bucks unless it's like a double LP or something. Right. Yeah. I wanted to call them out on something, you know, like maybe do a review, but I was like, eh, like whatever. <laughs> but I, 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 I yeah. know the people who are going to go in there and be like, oh, I just got a record, like a suitcase record player, you know, the ones you see in Target. Yeah. I want like, you know, the Beach Boys and Taylor Swift and Metallica, like the, <laughs> these cool looking records that everyone knows. But then, well, you're going to spend $100 for three records? Right, exactly. Or, or what? Yeah, yeah, a hundred dollars for three records. Come on, yeah. that's that's not the fun of. Just the same thing with tools. The right. fun is yeah. the search and and getting some deals and recovering old, used things that people aren't using anymore and and loving them again. That's the fun. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I said, he had a bunch of like blacksmith tongs and stuff, and they were all like thirty bucks, forty bucks, forty five. You know, like thirty five. Like I can buy a brand new pair of tongs for that amount. You know, like I don't, I don't yeah. need to pay a retail price for something right. new when I'm finding something. Now, it'd be different if they were refurbished and cleaned up and in really good condition, right? Because then it's like, okay, well, maybe I'm buying this thing that's you know a vintage something, right? But these are just like they're just rusty. They're just he got a bunch of them from some estate sale and just threw them in there and put it like retail prices on them. I was like, <sighs> I did find <laughs> a uh, um, what was the brand? I can't top of my head but a 16 pound sledgehammer um head on the porch out front you know that's one of the, that's the best places to look if you guys if you're ever looking at uh antique stores and stuff you want to find old like rusty metal tools and stuff look on the front porches because that's where they just like lean the stuff they don't really care about i think and that's i found right. some like axe heads and old files and tools and stuff before you know hand planes but i found it out front everything this was like as we walked up you know, to the antique store and they had this front porch area. So I was looking there first and I grabbed this, um, sledgehammer head, took it inside. It didn't have a price on it, um, which was fine. You know, I was like, whatever. Okay. I don't have a price on it. So I'll just ask him in for side. So I put it down and I'm shopping around. Then I realized that everything in the store is really expensive. <laughs> you know, So then I was like, Oh, this is not a good, not a good sign. So then I walked back up to the front and uh, at the end, it's just a, a younger woman who is working behind. They had this little, like, um, like a food, uh, you know, uh, like a um, uh, counter, you know, where you could get drinks and stuff and, and little snacks and things mm-hmm. and ice cream. And so she was working there, but it's also working the register. So I asked her about it and I was like, well, there's not a price on it. And so she's like, well, let me call the guy, you know, Jeff or whatever, the guy who does the pricing. And so she called him and she's like on the phone telling him a little about it and telling him the like how heavy it is and that it's a sledgehammer head. And, and he like wouldn't give her a price on the phone. <laughs> He's like, well, I got it. You know, I mean, I, I didn't hear a side of the conversation, but it was just like he wouldn't just give a price because he was like, well, that's the area that's like transition. I'm like getting stuff. I'm still pricing it. I'm like, come on, man. It's like a, a sledgehammer head. It's the handles broken off inside the head, like in the eye. You know, it's all rusty. It's not, you know, it's I think it was Hubbard or something. Right. But it was a big, heavy, heavy sledgehammer head, which is kind of cool if you're doing blacksmithing and you want someone to to strike for you if you're gonna have a striker so someone could be using the sledgehammer head and hitting while you're holding the right. steel yeah so yeah so he wouldn't give me a price and she was like well you know you want to, he can take your number you know your information and give you i was like no nah, it's fine <laughs> not worried right. about it see ya and then she hung up the phone and, and she was like 
I don't know why he just couldn't give me a price. She's like, it's just an old rusty head, like sledgehammer head. Come on, just don't you want to sell some stuff? And I was like, I know. Well, what are you gonna do? Right. So, how many? How many other people were in the store? It was like three people in the store, <laughs> maybe. You know, it was like it was funny. I was in the back looking, at it, and there was tons of stuff, which was really cool. There was tons of cool stuff. Um, and so I was like taking my time, you know, looking through everything, seeing if I could find something. And there's this guy who was walking around in a kind of close section near me, and he kept going wow Ooh! wow oh <laughs> oh man wow i kept like saying i was like man this guy's i mean i'm feeling this but you know i'm not saying it out loud he <laughs> wasn't even in the tool section i was like come on man it's funny though wow Ooh! yeah wow yeah i guess <laughs> i guess when someone really i don't know i'm sure he really knows his stuff yeah right but it sometimes it takes it too far. It's like going to a vintage clothes shop instead of a thrift shop, right? Yeah, they know exactly. they know what's cool, and they they've sorted through the stuff and found the right. stuff and priced it. But yeah. you're still gonna pay, you know, whatever sixty yeah. sixty to one hundred and fifty dollars for a dress or something, right? When it's just an old. <laughs> like an old, yeah. an old thing. Like, come and that, on. I mean, that situation, like you said, they've kind of curated the shop. They've gone through. They've done the work mm-hmm. to get stuff, and they know what they have, which is fine. You know, if if you want something vintage, then you go to like a vintage shop where you can find a cool old vintage thing. You might have to pay some money for it, but it's like a good thing. You know, it's like a Versace or something from the '60s. You know, like, <laughs> well, yeah. But, and and if I'm going into like an antique mall, like the one, like say, let's say the antique mall in Westminster or, used to be there. But they have um they had that one booth that was like really nicely curated old tools and they were all in decent mm-hmm. condition. Like they had been cleaned yeah, and restored yeah, and you know yeah. and so he was asking kind of retail price or collector's prices for it. But I expected that from that booth. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it's like if I really wanted something and I was looking for it, I could probably go there and find it from him if 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 it was worth it to pay, you know, retail or collector's prices for it. But, and, and his but when stuff, I'm in a place that's all rusty, I'm not expecting those prices. You know, it's like, right, ah, right, because you're still me. doing a lot of the work. Right, exactly. And, and yeah. yeah, that that booth in Westminster was nice. I mean, yeah. it was it was a little expensive, but like you right. said, every, everything was ready to go. Right, exactly. So you could like either done the work. You could either yeah. go to Home Depot and get a $30 hatchet with like a plastic handle or his booth, a nice old hatchet an old right. craftsman hatchet cleaned up and ready to go right yeah, so like, exactly. he was he was really offering some value there yeah and pay like 40 bucks or 45 bucks you know it's like if, right. you, if you know what you're looking for and you want to use like a nice vintage whatever tool then i knew i could go there but like i said he'd done the legwork he'd done the curating he'd done the restoring and you know and so it's worth it you like you, i understood that if i wanted something to go there but if i didn't want to pay those prices then i would go to the other places around the antique mall that have just like the random tools on shelves that they're just throwing it there because they don't know what they have because they didn't have to do the work. They just found it and put it up, you know, they're just flipping it. Right. So, yeah, I was a little, I was a little bitter. I ended up leaving with nothing. I was like, damn it. (laughs) I just couldn't. There were like two pairs of tongs, maybe three pairs of tongs, blacksmith tongs that I thought about getting, but I was just, I, I couldn't get myself to pay like $35, you know, for a, a rusty old pair of tongs that might work and well, but it just wasn't worth the price. So. That's why I love an antique place with booths. Yeah, right. A lot of different booths all over. So because yeah. if you, if one's too expensive, you move on to the next one. You're like, yeah, this right, guy's exactly. Price. Yeah, and then yeah. you find another one. Oh, this guy's got it like dialed in. I can get yep. some deals here. Here, I mean, 
the, yeah, that's definitely the way to go. Because you get stuck in one antique place, yeah, and there's just one owner. And then you got to, like, call yeah. the guy. You're like, look, man, I'll give you – I was. you should have just been, like, like $5. Like, that's Right, it. yeah, exactly. So either that's yeah, was, way under, which it probably is, or like, – Right. I know. I was – and I was – I probably would have, like, I thought about saying that. I thought about – like, because I had a 20 in my pocket, and I would have paid 20 for mm. that sledgehammer head because it was a nice like as a good size it was you know i don't have one that big mm-hmm. you know i have i have some eight pound sledges and stuff which are fine but the the amount of additional force that can be generated from a striker swinging a 16 pound sledgehammer is a lot more you know that's like then you're getting up to wor- upwards of like hundreds of pounds of force coming down on your steel right and uh you know so like i said 20 bucks would have been fine and the thing is that i can pay i could probably pay like 30 bucks or 40 bucks to get a brand new one, you right. know? So I was like, but I, I, I thought about it, but I didn't even, I was just like, if he's not going to give even a price on the phone, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. I'm like, it's not that big a deal. <laughs> I was like, thanks to you. Peace. Right. It's probably going to be overpriced. <laughs> so I'm moving along either, yeah. either way. I do have, I did get three axes while I was up here though. So, so far <laughs> we'll stop at antique stores on the way. I had, um, uh, my in-laws neighbor, uh, we were over visiting him and he had, he had some like old tools and stuff in the basement of his house, which were there when he moved in. So he's like, I think I got some axes downstairs. So he brought one over, which is kind of cool. I didn't see any markings on it. It does have a crack, um, going from the, uh, the bottom of the ax bit, uh, where if you know, like, uh, uh, the lugs, so the, the, the either pointed lugs or rounded lugs, which come down on either side of the eye, you know, onto the handle, there's a crack going from, where the lug starts, you know, toward in toward the eye. So it's kind of horizontal. So I figure what I could do is maybe do, maybe we could try like welding it. Maybe I can do a video on seeing if I can fix it and repair it. Mm. And if not, then I'll, then I'll like do, I'll just modify the head and make it shorter and, you know, make the whole eye shorter and cut out the crack. So I got that. And then I got two others. I got a, uh, what is it? I forget. I got a, a, uh, I think a Collins, like a more modern Collins, um, a Michigan pattern with um, with phantom bevels, and then what's the other one? A Craftsman, I think, a, like a man Craftsman three and a half pound Dayton pattern axe. I got from a from the antiques, uh, the um, flea market, outdoor flea market here, or in uh, Wilmington, which is right in right the next town over from Bits and Dave. So. I was I was really excited because I I don't think we've ever been up here in the summer before when the actual outdoor flea market's been open. They have it every weekend here in this town. So, in the town, the next town over. Yeah, I know. So, so we we went last uh, last Sunday. It was awesome. We'll probably stop there on the way home. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we'll yeah. stop on the way. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um. So I. Uh, well, anyway, how how was your uh, Father's Day? It was nice. It was really nice. We just uh, it was really relaxed. It was great. Like mm-hmm. we just hung out. I think. That was on Sunday, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. went to the flea market, got some axes. I actually got a, uh, I got two axes and then a new half hatchet, and it's like a newer one from the '80s or something. But it's, it's, uh, it's really clean, and there's no chips out of it, and it's, it's good. It's a really good head for modifying to making it into a bushcraft axe. So nice. It's a good one. So I got that for I think five bucks or something. So, you know, I always try to, I always try to see, look for the good ones that are nice and clean because those are the best to mod. You know, and then obviously if I find like more vintage ones those are cool but but yeah it was nice we just uh did that and then we um we actually went to breakfast in the morning and then we went to another kind of um 
uh, it's a, a place called Twice Blessed, which is another um, you know vintage resale clothing store or whatever. Um, but really good, cheap prices on everything. I got a pair of swim trunks, just like Ooh. a dark gray swim trunks, which are nice, like five bucks. And uh, yeah, and then and then went back to the flea market, went home, and had a fire, and hung out, and just relaxed. It was great. How about you? Nice. First Father's Day. Yeah, it was. Happy Father's it was Day. Nice. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. Right yeah, it um. Uh, got up and had some breakfast and got a card from Maeve <laughs> and a uh, <laughs> and oh. a uh, and um, uh, like a beer stein with a bunch of Maeve pictures on it because oh, I, nice. I, I I gave uh, Caitlin for Mother's Day a, a, a mug with yeah. uh with actually for her I gave her one picture whereas you turn it it's just three versions of it just closer and closer and it's Maeve making this really creepy face. Oh. <laughs> that we thought was funny, so I, I put that on hers. But uh, nice. so, yeah, it was so nice. It was like I, a, like a turning. You turn the mug, and the, and the picture changes. When well, it was just three different photos. Oh, gotcha. Okay, around. And I yeah, just nice. I just each photo I, I cropped it in closer and closer. So by the oh, end, nice. it's just her 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 little weird face. <laughs> right up close. That's great. <laughs> uh, and then I uh, we had had to work. We usually have Father's Day for some reason at, at Camden Yards. I feel like we always have a game on Father's Day, mm. or maybe it's Mother's Day. I, I think maybe yeah, we do one or the other. Had Mother's Day in the past, yeah. Yeah. So we did that, and that was. I mean, yeah, that was work, so that was fine. And then I came <laughs> home, and we got some. Uh, we went to Mission Barbecue. Nice. Yeah, right and got some got some brisket and cornbread and Maeve loved the the cornbread and mac and cheese so oh, she nice. was sitting there and, and everyone was uh loving on her and, and <laughs> trying to trying nice. to say hi um but yeah man cool. it, it was it was fun it was nice nice and I right just on. went home and relaxed and had a good time um speaking of cheap clothes Mm-hmm. I went to Kohl's today because this weekend is my buddy Steve's uh, wedding, which yeah, we had right talked on. about me throwing his little bachelor party thing uh, yeah, earlier. Right on. Uh, so I was like, you know what? I think I want like a blue jacket with uh, okay. with like tan pants, you know, like slacks or chinos or khaki, something like that, you know, with a dark tan. Right. So um, I don't have an, a, a nice blue kind of summery lighter uh coat uh so i went i was like ah, like a sport cold. coat is that what yeah, you're yep, like, yeah 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 right you know a little bit dressier yeah um so i we went to Kohl's and and found the clearance rack and uh i'm a bigger guy so you know obviously right off the bat and i got broad shoulders we both have broad shoulders so it's a little right. tough yeah you know the pain you, you fit into something but the the seams are kind of sitting above your shoulder a little bit and not right. hanging on the side and going straight down. Yep. Like a lot of t-shirts bell out because it, it and anyway, so, but right. I, I found some that fit and some were ugly, but I finally found a real nice blue one that fit pretty nice. good. I don't know if I'll button it, you know, that might be pushing it, but, <laughs> but probably, it fits in the shoulders. It, it looks fits good. It looks real else. nice. Yeah. yeah right. So I'll just, you know, it's, it's summer. I don't have to button it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, so I was looking, I was expecting not to spend too much, but it is a sport coat. Right. So yeah. I was like, you yeah, know, maybe, and it's Kohl's. I was like, I don't know, maybe it'll be a hundred bucks. 
Right. Yeah. I was thinking that, and I did need some uh, new, like uh, slacks too. Right. Uh, so you're thinking you're going in, you might spend anywhere between like seventy five and one hundred and twenty five or something like that. Right. Around there, you know. Yeah. Right. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. So I go and I find the one on clearance, and it find it's like one of the ones that fits good. The rest of them weren't, weren't any good. Right. And it's marked down. Well, this now. If people don't know, Kohl's is a store that marks everything way up, and then they bring it, then they hit you with sales all the time. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. So they'll hit you with such a high price that any, then they bring it down halfway. Right. You think you're getting a huge steal, but it's still kind of probably where it should be in the first place. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So they'll say a pair of jeans for one hundred and twenty dollars, and you're like, whoa. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. they're like, but it's a half, it's half off. So you're like, oh. Okay. Oh, okay. But, yeah. but you know, you're still paying sixty dollars for a pair of jeans. So. <laughs> I got it for half off. That, yeah, they, you, you go out <laughs> thinking you got a deal, but so I look at the tag, twenty four dollars. Nice. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, heck yeah! And you know how you can see the clearance, like multiple stickers put on top of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I was joking with with <laughs> Caitlin. I'm think I'm like thank thank God for my weird shaped, big <laughs> kind of big. Long torso, short leg body, like right. no one, no exactly. one can fit in this. <laughs> um, but nice. so, so awesome. I got, I picked that up, and then I got some pants, and then I got a shirt. And you never know with shirts and two dress shirts. You know what I mean? They could be twenty five bucks, or they could be seventy five dollars. Just depends. right, exactly. And yeah. I don't really care. I'm only gonna wear it once. I just need a clean white shirt that doesn't have a sweat stain on the collar. You know? Right? Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> so I'm like, just give me a clean white shirt. And I I picked one up and I and went up. I wasn't sure how much stuff would be, um. So I got pants, the shirt, and the jacket. I guess I shouldn't yeah. have told you the jacket price right off. Right. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> what do you think was most expensive? Probably the white shirt. It's a good guess. <laughs> so the she she scans she scans the jacket first. Right. It comes up. It's sixteen dollars. <laughs> so a sport coat, nice, nice, really nice blue, really nice material. Yeah. Like 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 what co- what kind of blue? Like a dark like a no a lighter blue. Oh. You know, kind of a summery, nice, bright, nice. light, light okay. blue coat. Nice, right on. That looks good with like khakis and and you know maybe maybe a red tie or something. Right. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Um, and that's so sixteen dollars. Sixteen, and the shirt <laughs> was down from it, it was priced at fifty five, but it dropped to like twenty five. Okay, yeah, I was uh-huh. like, cool, cool. And the pants come up, <laughs> and the pants come up, bip bip, seventy seven dollars, no sale. <laughs> oh what? <laughs> I was like, oh, they got oh, me. Oh, dang. Got the, you on the pants. <laughs> it dropped, but I was like, uh, whatever. You Everything can, else. You can every- get like a, uh, yeah, I guess so, right. Yeah. I tried like four four, four pairs on, and that, okay. was, that was by far the most comfortable, right, and it looked yeah. the best. And I was like, I think the deal I saw on the screen was it was buy one, get another one half off. So it still oh, had right. a deal attached to it, but I wasn't going to buy another one. Right, yeah, exactly. Especially for whatever, 30-some dollars. I was like... <laughs> But I was like, you know, the jacket was sixteen dollars and the shirt was like twenty five. Right. Yeah. I was already expecting to pay at least a hundred for the jacket. So I was nice. like, ah, whatever, hundred eleven bucks. Like, I think we're good. But I thought so I was gonna good. get away spending like under fifty bucks, and that thing hit seventy seven. I was like, ah, oh, jeez, gotcha. What brand? What brand pants were they? Why are they so expensive? Uh, they were like Dockers or something. 
Oh man, Dang. I don't know. I, I yeah, I think that's another way Coles does it. Yeah. They will discount a bunch of stuff and then hit you with one with like that full price. Yeah, but yeah, I got um yeah. when we when we stopped when we were in Weston going to the Trout Club, we actually stopped at the Vermont Country Store, which is really cool. It's this like, it's uh, I think it's been around since like the fifties. Um, but I think it's the, the Orton, O-R-T-O-N, I think it is, the Orton family, which started it. And so because they've been in business for so long, they have their own line of clothing. Like they have stuff that's Orton clothing. Um, so, you know, and it's all it's all like a you know New England country store price, which it's like if you go into like an L.L. Bean or, you know, so you're going to get like a T-shirt, which is like 30 bucks and like pants which are like 80 you know like a jacket or sweaters can be like 100 bucks or something so you know it's more than i'm gonna pay for stuff unless unless i see something that i absolutely love you know they had some really nice like plaid shirts but they were all like 75 dollars you know it's like i'm not gonna pay 75 (laughs) bucks for a plaid shirt even if it's really nice you know right so i'm looking through and we're going around and we buy a bunch of stuff because they have this like cool this cool section which is all like old candy, you know, like vintage candy stuff, you know, so <laughs> penny candy area and stuff. So we got a bunch of that. We got some other stuff. We're working at all these cool, like fun, fun little like toys and stuff. And it's, it's a big store because it's like all these buildings that have been kind of attached together. So it's a sprawling store and there's like good food and stuff. And, and they have one section where there's like a stairway that goes upstairs and it says like sale area. So I went up there and I started looking around and then it's actually like reasonable prices for the stuff. You know, it's like all this stuff. It's like a small room, but you know, it's where the sales are. So I ended up getting a, uh, like a cotton kind of a heavier cotton knit, um, V-neck sweater, like a gray V-neck sweater for 15 bucks down oh, for nice. 50. So I was like, perfect. I was like, yes. Yeah. It's just nice. It's, it's like heavy. It feels heavier, you know, than like a normal V-neck sweater. So it's nice. I was, I was pumped. They had a, they had a Navy blue one too, which was. Um, I like that one a little bit better, but it was like twenty down from fifty. So I was like, eh, I like the gray one too. I'll take the additional five bucks <laughs> off. <laughs> but we like so I got that, and then Nicole got like a tote bag which had like the map of Vermont on it and stuff. And then we got a bunch of candy and snacks. And stuff. I ended up spending like a hundred bucks in there, but it was fun. It's like it's a fun experience, you know, because it's a pretty famous place. So it was fun to go through. Yeah. And uh, and Vermont is. They're eighty percent um, for uh, vaccinated vac- vaccine, whatever mm-hmm. vaccinated. They're eighty percent. So all of Vermont now is no masks. Like it's there. There are places that will still have signs that say like mask optional, but no one's wearing masks. So it's, it's been really nice. Well, that's kind of how Maryland is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's getting there. It's funny because we we went down to, like I said, we went to um, Vermont and New Hampshire. Um, for the over the last two days and just kind of went into places without even thinking about it because we've been in Vermont for you know five or six days now and just like went into different stores and stuff and and yeah no one's wearing masks it's really nice it's nice to be kind of back to normal it's still like there's like a few times we were a little hesitant you know like we were like looking for signs just in case but you know it is nice I I think people giving other people a little more distance in general is a good thing Right, exactly. Nothing worse than someone's right up behind you, and you're like, "What do we do? We're standing in line. Why are you a foot away from me?" Right, exactly. Back yeah, we're all now bit. conditioned to be a little. Yeah, everyone's kind of giving everybody a little more space. You feel a little now, more comfortable. Yeah. Now all you have to do is cough a little bit, and you'll you'll back them right off. <laughs> I don't know what it is. My throat. My it's head. Really hot in here. Anybody else hot? <laughs> Man, 
<laughs> that breakfast I had wasn't very good. Like, didn't have much taste. I don't know what it was. <laughs> I can't smell anything. Do you smell anything? Does this smell weird to you? Because I can't smell it at all. I swear <laughs> I farted earlier and I got nothing. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all of a sudden, you're the only person in the room. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, it's that's funny. I I actually um, speaking of Vermont things, we uh, I went to uh, this kind of little um, you know little store in uh, this the town next. The it's like the closest store to where my in laws live in the little town next to them, like five or six minutes ago away, called Jacksonville. And the um, the the little store there has you know it's like a little meat place and deli and it's got you know different things around but um but it has a, a really awesome selection of beer that it's all local beer mm-hmm. um all vermont and i guess i have they have some stuff that's like other new england things but um but there's just like so many good new england beers and like little breweries and stuff so the beers that i'm drinking tonight right now i'm drinking uh, a beer called rattler and it's from the von trap uh, oh. Von Trapp Brewing, which is in Stowe, Vermont, Austria, and it's yeah, right. it's called <laughs> Rattler Trail Beer Lager with Grapefruit, and it is delicious. It says a little of Austria, a lot of Vermont. It's funny. Uh. As soon as I opened it, I like popped the can. And I took a sip. It it smelled like Vermont, which is smells like marijuana because <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's legal in, in vermont but like something about the grapefruit and the beer together the hoppiness or something was like very uh very much like not not like uh like pot smoke you know what you smell when people are smoking right. it but like right. the leaves you know like the actual pot leaves have like that kind of earthy you know dank smell to them so I was like, yeah. oh, that's crazy. This is a Vermont beer, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. And then the other one I have is, uh, it's actually a cider. It's called um, uh, uh, Shaxbury, Shaxbury Dry Cider, made in Vermont. Were so, they? Are they both six packs? Uh, they were actually both. the The one was a six pack. The other one was a four pack. So a six pack is. Let me guess. Uh, you paid. Uh, ten for the four and twelve ninety nine for the six. Those are both good guesses, but I couldn't tell you the price because I didn't see them on there. Oh, <laughs> I you're, just on, you're on, you're so on vacation. Many, yeah, exactly. There were so many monies. Good ones. I was no, just like looking through. I, <laughs> I don't care. No I'll have it all. <laughs> well, I got the uh, I got the ciders because Nicole likes ciders, so I got that. And then I like grapefruit beer, so I got the the rattler. And then the other one I got was called. Um, it's called it was like uh, what is it angry wench or something it's just mm. this like vintage painting on uh or grumpy wench i forget what something like that but um it's an, it's a it was a hazy and that was another four pack those so i got what's that six 14 beers um and then i got a uh a thing of sriracha aioli from stonewall kitchen mm-hmm. um and i got eggs because that's why I went there was to eggs, get eggs. <laughs> eggs and beer, and I think See, those those the beer, the eggs, and the Stonewall Kitchen and stuff, which is kind of expensive, was like fifty bucks for everything. So, so three dollars for eggs. Yeah, right, exactly, and probably maybe like seven, you know, or eight for the Stonewall Kitchen stuff, the sriracha aioli. So that's ten, so forty bucks in beer. 
for 14 beers. So, yeah. Yeah, it's all, it's all like cool. There were t- so many cool craft beers, though. It's just like the whole, it wasn't even the big cooler, but they had tons of, you know, four and six packs, all different stuff. I was just going to get like a regular 12 pack of something like Sam Adams. Uh, was it the Sam Summer, which is pretty good. I almost got that, you know, I yeah. spent like 16 or 17 bucks or something. Yeah. But actually we were, uh, so when we went over to, um, went over to New Hampshire to visit with Nicole's uncle and then also with her aunt and um, and grandmother that we went out to dinner to the Smutty Nose Brewing, uh, like the mm. Smutty Nose Brewery, which is another, um, you know, New Hampshire beer, nice. Smutty Nose beer. So we went to that brewery and got and had beer, had, you know, had dinner and had a flight and they were doing trivia, which was fun. And then we ended up picking up a, a mixed 12 pack um, and taking that back to Howard's place, which is where we stayed last night. And, uh, and I drank one beer last night, you know, before bed or whatever, we were just hanging out and then, uh, and then left this morning, went and visited her grandmother and aunt and, and drove home and ended up leaving the beer in his fridge. It's like, ah, oh, man, yeah. <laughs> my 12 pack is now an 11 pack and he's not <laughs> drinking anything right now. He's not drinking alcohol. So he's <laughs> like, well, I was like, well, you got beer in your fridge. So and you have friends over, you'll have some, <laughs> right. yeah, he texted us and we were like. We were like ten minutes down the highway, going like the opposite direction, you know. And I was like, "Nah, ah. turn around. It's not worth it. Not for like you know sixteen but sixteen dollar twelve pack, you know." Right. Yeah. yeah well. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's paid a whole bunch of money for other beers, <laughs> but that's okay. It's, they're good stuff. So um, we got some projects in the works. Like people know, we shot the two. I've I've edited the or not, no, I have not edited. I started editing the. Um, the drill, uh, doctor. the drill, drill doctor. Um, I I don't know if I can have it done. Well, actually, no. I got the wedding and stuff. I know I'm a little slow in the editing this week, but right. That's right. Uh, yeah, I've been working the last six, seven days. It's been two two oh, home yeah. stands. Right. Yeah. But um, yeah, we got we got that going, and then the axe, and um, you've sent that back. Right. Yeah. Right. So I yeah actually I boxed it up and sent it back to uh, John Nagel on Friday, um, and originally I think the date it was supposed to be to him by Monday, mm. it was like a three to four day just standard shipping, um, so he and I had been like chatting back and forth since Monday, um, and it had been like missing, it, you know like or uh. delayed shipping and all this stuff and. Um, yeah, so you're just kind of joking about where it might be and yeah, keep saying like in transit, you know, and blah, blah, blah. So Tuesday we're talking and then, you know, go Wednesday and Thursday. And then I think it was yesterday. This is Wednesday. Um, yeah, at 8 PM he checked it and it said, uh, your item arrived at our Linthicum Heights, Maryland distribution center on June 23rd. At what? 8 p.m. So it went from Hunt Valley to Linthicum, Maryland to Maryland, and it <laughs> took a week or, you know, six days. So guess they lost it. Right, exactly. <laughs> so in like five days, you know, it's supposed to be to Michigan where John is you know, by Monday. So is it, what was it, USPS? Yeah. Yeah, mm. just USPS. Yeah. So that was, uh, yeah, he, he sent me a thing. It was like four days to get to this distribution center in Maryland. <laughs> LOL. So, like, LOL. But we're just glad that it was somewhere, you know. Right. Like, at least it's not lost. Yeah, he said he he sent a a knife or something to a a client from Michigan to Florida one time. 
And it was like three weeks later, he got a notification that it was in New Mexico. <laughs> it's like, wait, oh what? <laughs> so, but it ended up making it back. But we were we were laughing, kind of, you know, just commenting back and forth, sending messages and texts and stuff. But uh, but yeah, so that's that's on its way and should be there, hopefully soon. <laughs> it's in Linthicum in the distribution center in Linthicum on Tuesday. So today is Thursday. We'll see if it gets there by this week. Yeah, but, but the, the, oh. Go ahead. The, the other thing that he he asked, um, which is really cool, he asked me if I wanted, if if I would like for him to etch our maker's mark in the head as well as his, because he still had to etch his logo. I was like, that's super cool. I was like, I appreciate it. And, you know, I kind of told him that I had thought about you know doing some you know we've kind of been we've talked about doing some type of um, stamp that can be heated up to like either either compressed leather or burn onto wood, do things like mm, that. So right. I told I had told him I thought about doing that like up on the end of the handle or something, but uh, but yeah, so I sent him a um, an image of our logo. So he's gonna he's got a printer to print out. He'll print out a little thing and he'll etch it on the on the blade for us. So it'll be on there oh, with cool. his. Yeah, it's super cool. I was like, that's awesome. But you didn't yeah. have to do that. I know. That's why I said. Like, that's... <laughs> You're like, hey, you keep yeah. making these Damascus things. I'll attach some wood to it, and we, <laughs> yeah, right, we both exactly. get split credit, <laughs> even though the handle is sweet and you do them from scratch. That's a right. whole. That's a whole different thing. But still, right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he worked for yeah. days on this uh, Damascus with seventy-five layers. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and we're uh, like, yeah, spent a day to put a handle on it. But like you <laughs> say, yeah, I was it's a yeah, it's a nice handle, and it's cool. I mean, it's something cool, and it's a yeah. nice. I, th- I think it'd be cool for the person who gets it to like, oh, it's like a collaboration with these two. Right, people. exactly. Kind of nice. Yeah. I think yeah, it's it will cool be idea. cool. And then they'll also have the like the video attached to their you know axe oh, that's head, true. their, their that's axe, true. so they'll be able to show that with what they have, and you know John's stuff from from his uh, Instagram and all. And and, cool and we stuff. have um, John sent us some uh, him describing the process he went through, and we got some photos from him too. So I'll definitely put that. We're gonna put that in the beginning of the of the axe video to have the, yeah. the maker himself describe it, so you can. Hear it and then you know go over to his Instagram and check it out. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'll be cool. And he did, he said like when he gets, he's gonna do a little video of like an unboxing or something. So I'm sure cool. we'll we'll see when we get that and you know get that over and either put that on Instagram or put it in the video. We'll, depending on you know how how it fits in, but yeah, it'll be that's cool. I'm just excited. It's, it's fun what's, to do something like that with people. So. What's his Instagram handle? Nagel? It's uh, Nagel House Forge. It's N A G E L. And its house is in like the German spelled H A U S, Nagel House Forge. I think there's some underscores and stuff. But if you look up John Nagel on uh, on Instagram, you'll find him. Nagel House Forge. Cool. Yeah, he's cool. See, that was that was good. So we got those. Those are done, and that's uh, in the works. Hopefully, it'll get. Hopefully, it actually gets to him <laughs> sooner rather than later. <laughs> right. Yeah. But um, and then future projects. We haven't really talked about our. Well, the next one I guess will be the leather sheath. Yeah, we'll the do sling. the leather sling. Yep, for the axe for the for the mm-hmm. axe for Corinne. Yeah, and then um, I know uh, Caitlin really wants a toy box. Oh, now we right, can decide yeah. whether to do it. I mean, we'd ha- we'd have to probably do it in the uh, the next couple ones. Right. Yeah. Because we're getting more and more toys very quickly. And since <laughs> since Maeve is on the move, she's spreading them farther and farther apart. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, we can do that. And I like you had the idea of doing like a, a soft open, soft close lid yeah. 
which I think is really cool, you know, so you kind of, it'll, you can push up on it, it'll go up on its own, and then you push down, it'll do a soft close, so it's not slamming on kids' fingers and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that, that'll be really cool, and that's, that's you know, not super hard, but that's a fun project that, you know, I think it'll make a good video, and people, you know, that's something that a lot of people want and use, just like, you know, easy ways to build boxes, you know, right. that are usable, even if it's like, you want to build a, you know, like um, an ottoman for your living room with a lid, you know, so you store stuff in it or, you know, a coffee table with a lid or a toy box, you know, or whatever. Right. You know? So right. it's a good kind of a universal thing that people like and people want to make their own versions of those. So that's, yeah. that'd be cool. Speaking of uh, woodwork and furniture, I was, when we were at Howard's, um, he's got, he's just moved into a new place. Um, and right as you walk in his door, he's got like the kitchen off to the right and there's like a, um, a bar, you know, that divides the kitchen from the dining room area. It's all like open concept. And at the end of the bar he had, he just put, he had brought a cooler. So he kind of put the cooler there right at the end of the bar, you know, um, and ended up using, was like sitting on the cooler off and on to put on his shoes and take off his shoes and stuff. So I had mentioned that he needed a, a like a little bench there. So I want to build him a little wooden bench to go on the end of this bar, like a you know two feet wide by a foot deep, just a small bench to sit down on and have it there, so it'll look nicer than his little uh, uh, you know cooler there <laughs> cool. <to> sit on. <laughs> but it's like nice; it's a good, convenient spot, and it's not like doesn't stick too far out into the walkway. You know, it's easy; it's right there next to his front door, next to like he has a door that goes into a garage and court, and the door that goes down to the basement. So they're all like right there, and then that little you know bench would be there. A nice little thing to make, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, so we got we want to talk about summer guests since we're yeah. in summer mode, and we want to talk about the timber in you're going to try to get yeah, to. Yeah, right. Yeah. So um, we talked to a couple people to have on the podcast. Um, so a little sneak peek of who we have uh, in the works coming up. We have uh, William Evans, um, or sorry, Evan Watson, and his <laughs> his name is Evan Watson. His um, his company is William Evans Designs. Uh, okay. He does um, he does hand engraving, and he's oh, uh, nice. hand, yeah, yeah. the hand engraver on Instagram. But um, reached out to him, and he was really busy coming up to Blade Show, so he. Uh, I was oh, like, I'd right. love to be on. You know, sounds awesome. He's he's a fan of the podcast, so um, he was pumped to be on. But he was like, you know, just give me a, give me a little time. I'm doing a ton of work for Blade Show and whatnot. So mm-hmm. we reached out to him, um, our cousin Jesse. You know, we reached out to him, and he was also really busy at the time. We it was right around um, Mother's Day, and he works uh, part time in a in a uh, what's it called a flower shop you know like a nursery and so yeah, there was yeah. like the you know the, obviously the busiest time in the year if you're working in the flower business mother's day so he was really busy then but you know <laughs> it's just to reach back out and get him on a schedule so that would be fun he's a he's a woodworker and he has a, a company called companion pipes he makes um makes handmade pipes oh yeah and uh like you know like kind of more old-fashioned tobacco smoking pipes and um so we've we've talked about him on the podcast before. I he was one of my recommendations at one point. So we're gonna have him on. Uh, Brian Cohn from B Cohn Knives reached out to him. He definitely wants to be on the podcast, so that would be fun. Um, I think JD Knives is another guy, and I haven't actually talked to him about it, but um, I've kind of talked back and forth to him. He actually commented uh, 
on our podcast from last week where we were actually we we uh recorded the podcast together in the shop it's like the first time we've been together for the podcast in you know a quite a long time and uh at one point you were talking and i was like staring at you while you were talking and i just like, burped <laughs> into the mic just like right. <laughs> we both started laughing and and he said he was cracking up he said it, remi- it reminded him of uh when he was um a kid in church you know with his brothers and like somebody would fart and they would like try to you know not laugh in church so that's uh jd custom knives so right um yeah to talk to him but i haven't actually asked him about it but you know I'm, I'm sure he would be fun. It'd be fun to have him on, and and uh, he's a good knife maker. Well, if so. he's listening now, the, the pressure's on. Now it's out there. There you go. He's like, I'm not gonna be on that podcast. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. So we got some cool people on, like different makers and stuff. And um, I'd uh, I'd actually like to get Clay Hayes back on. We'll see. We'll see how his uh, how his uh, internet situation works because that was a little tricky to get you know him on the first time, but. Since now we all know that he's been on Alone on season whatever right. it is, season eight of Alone, it's it's a couple episodes in, so maybe we'll wait till later in the seasons or something. Because we wouldn't, you know, if he came on in the middle of the season, he was still one of the contestants. He couldn't tell us about yeah. it, the it, other yeah, episodes it, and all. So yeah, I, it but, depends how well he does. He might be he might be uh, um, too big for us if he wins it. <laughs> he, might, he might go on a bunch of them. I remember there well, was one guy. There was one guy who won. I won't. Well, he won alone once, right? And then he went on Joe Rogan's podcast. Ah, yeah. So you know, <laughs> he he went to, right to the top. Well, I will say that when we had Clay on earlier this year, it was after he was already on alone. What? But no one knew. But no one knew. Right. So so big dogs weren't searching him out. Yeah. Well, we've already had him on now. So now we're now he's our friend. And he's going to say that was such a well, terrible experience. I know trying yeah. to connect and talk on our phones. He's like, I don't know about those guys. Uh, it turned out good. It was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So so that'll be fun. So those are the guys we have coming up. And then yeah, we were talking about talking about the uh, Timber Inn. So um, at the Blackthorn Resort, if you guys are familiar with the Maker Camp up at Blackthorn, which um, you know. Jimmy Dester was a part of it's up near his place up in New York and has helped out and helped to like, um, you know, advertise and bring people in and on a lot of awesome people have been there, but, uh, um, what's it? Uh, um, Justin, Justin Dietrich. Yeah. It was, um, one of our guests on the podcast a while back. He, he has done a couple classes like blacksmithing classes at, um, up at uh, Jimmy's place, and then is also uh, was at the Maker Camp, and I think he did. I think he went the first year. I don't think he. I don't think he presented the first year, but then the last year in 2020, they didn't actually have the Maker Camp, but they did a um, like a virtual Maker Camp. Right. So they had all these right. like you know live streams and stuff, and I think he was he was doing a timber framing thing then, and so this year's Maker Camp in October, they'll be actually building a structure, a timber frame structure. But oh yeah. Justin is going to be going up in July, July 16th to 18th and doing a bunch of prep on the timbers. So, you know, doing a bunch of a bunch a bunch of the joints and cutting stuff down and shaping things and getting things ready to be able to build over the weeker of the Maker Camp weekend. So, the Maker Camp sent out a thing saying if there if there are makers who are interested, come on by and help out, you know, bring some tools, bring, you know, Come with helping hands and help us prep. Right. So and, Justin and you will can, be there. Yeah. You can help, but they also, which was I thought was really nice, was they said no experience necessary. Right. Exactly. So just come, learn, 
It doesn't cost anything. Um, right. Pitch in, you know, be there to work and help. But yeah. um, what a cool thing, man. And I really wanted to go. And Dustin can't yeah. go all the days. And I right. was thinking, I was like, maybe I'll go and I'll I'll just shoot and learn. Because we talked earlier on the pod, not earlier, but, you know, a few months ago about me trying to learn timber framing. I was like, this is right. perfect. Yeah. I already know Justin. He, he, he does great great work and yeah i was like maybe i'll go and, and learn and also shoot stuff because we plan to go in the maker uh fest fair or whatever yeah, thing to maker camp in october right yeah as well so to have that footage we could we could use it and put it in a video but right sadly i have a couple things we got it seemed all the plans for this summer <laughs> all came onto that weekend so i got like family pictures with the wife's family and and i got <laughs> A, a baby shower and uh, another thing like I, I don't know <laughs> and so yeah, I can't I can't right. go yeah and so the same thing for me we had our our kind of annual family get together up at Lake George New York um, which was that same weekend but it just so happens that the Blackthorn is only like an hour and a half south of Lake George New York so I'll be going down uh, Saturday morning which is the 17th. So if you're if you're in the area, you want to come and hang out and help out and do some timber framing and and if you want to meet me, I'll be there um, on uh, yeah, on July 17th. I'll probably be there I would say around 9 or so. I'll probably stay from like 9 to 12, 9 to 1, something like that. Help out for a couple hours and hang out and meet some people and then uh, head back up because I will be obviously on vacation and with my family and a big group of family and friends and stuff. I don't want to stay too long, but I could not pass up the opportunity to go down and meet Justin and hang out and help out and do some timber framing and meeting a bunch of people. So that'll be fun. So he, he he'll be there from nine to four p.m. That's my guess. <laughs> Everyone can put in their wagers for the over under how long he stays. <laughs> Get up at and five it, in it, the morning. You guys, you guys, seven thirty. Yeah, you guys okay? Like uh, everything, I, I can. Uh, I can bring you guys dinner. <laughs> Talk to the wife. Look, so it's no. all right. I'll, I'll bring you guys some stuff. I'll bring you dinner. I'll just stay here until like six or seven. <laughs> but right, i'll be back are also gonna send probably well we're, we're thinking about well we're gonna get either a new gopro or right or, or I'll, I'll, I'll you know we'll, we'll just send the camera with you and uh we'll, dustin will do his first uh camera work on the channel yeah i'll get some footage and hang out and mm -hmm. that way we'll have some stuff and that way when we go back up in october we'll be able to put together a full video you know, depending on what we do, whether that'll be like a video talking to people or just a video of, you know, just a kind of, you know, just a bunch of shots of what's going on and hanging out with people and saying, yeah, we still have, not, to, so. yeah, we still have to plan that out. I definitely don't yeah. want it to be all we're there for to do, like to make content. That's not right. our interest yeah. necessarily. Right. I exactly. Wanna, maybe yeah. document it. Maybe we can think of. Maybe you can talk to some people like Justin or or whoever wants to chat, right? You know, yeah. at night when we're all camping or hanging out, yeah. Maybe do a little, but I don't want to be bothering everyone with a camera all the time, right? Exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, I think, but that's also the thing that you know, at at a lot of these maker events, there are a lot of content creators. I guess you know, that's whether, true. Whether whether they're YouTubers or just people who make things, will. 
in this day and age, almost all use Instagram as free advertisement, right? So when you're like, you're documenting, you're making stuff and you're going to places where there's other makers and you're meeting people, you know, a lot of people do that. Now, obviously a lot of people will also just not do any of that stuff while they're there because you get kind of into the groove of hanging out with people and talking and chatting right. and meeting people. And then, you know, a day and a half is gone. You're like, Oh, I haven't taken any pictures or done any video. I got to do something, you know? So, so we'll see, but, but yeah, you know, we'll talk about how we want to do that, but really, yeah, it's, it's there to go and tend to meet people and hang out and network and, and just, you know, just be part of the community. It's, you know, one that's relatively easy for us to get to. I think that's probably, uh, you know, six or seven hours from, from Baltimore. So easy drive up in the morning, you know, head up in the morning and stay for, you know, whatever Friday night, Saturday night and come back on Sunday. It'll be, it'll be awesome. So yeah. So the timber Inn is in July, July 16th or 18th. That one is free. So if you want to come and hang out, I'll be there on Saturday, but Justin and we'll be there and he'll be leading and everybody working on the timber stuff um, for the weekend. And then the maker camp is October. It's the, I think it's the 10th, maybe something like that. The 10th, 11th, 12th or something like that, that weekend. Um, and then that's, that's not free, but you know, there's, there'll be tons of presenters there and, you know, different makers and stuff. And so if you go to uh, maker camp um, on Instagram, you can search maker camp. And I think it's, um, uh, what's it called? It's maker. Uh, I was just looking at it. What is it? Yeah. Just search Blackthorn resort. Yeah. And, well, and, because and they and have, and and also all these big guys' Instagrams and stuff talk about it, Doresta and Yeah, and all these yeah, other but it's, people. Um, it's the uh the make yeah, the the maker camp on Instagram and it's the Catskill Maker Camp. Um uh, Catskill ah. Maker Camp. But but because oh, gotcha. they have a specific um Instagram for the Maker Camp specifically, but then also the Black Thorn Resort they have their own as well. But they do a bunch of other stuff. So No, that's be cool. exciting. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, it's been fun. It's uh, it's been fun, kind of, just be you know building more and more into this community and doing fun stuff. And so we actually get to meet some of these cool people who you know we've been, I've been interested in meeting for a long time. And now Devin, you know, with like just your connections through what we do, this and the people I talk about. Now you know about all these people that I've been kind of following and you know, in the maker world. And yeah, really the good cool thing, <laughs> the good thing, I I know more and more people because. Now, because of Instagram, I I follow people who basically follow the art of craftsmanship, right? <laughs> or yeah. they follow me through the podcast, or somehow they've heard Dustin mention my name once or twice on the on the YouTube channel, right? Yeah. So I am. It's more and more in my brain, but I think it's good that if we do go to some of these things, if Dustin's slightly. I wouldn't say starstruck, but you'll definitely be like, oh, that's blah, blah, blah. Oh, cool. That's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And right. I'll just, <laughs> I have no, I won't be bothered. <laughs> like, right. I'll, I'll be able to stay calm no matter who. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, oh, okay. Hey. Or, you know, or I'll be talking to someone else yeah. and be like, you know who that was? I'm like, no. I, I... <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. That was, blah, that was Derek from Malden. That was, I you have, know, blah, blah, I have blah, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Right. Seemed nice so, enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun. Hey, that is funny though. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, yeah, all the no. all the guys like all the the what's it the Modern Forge guys will be there. That's like um, Jeff Fader and Jesse Savage and uh, yeah, a bunch a bunch of guys, you know, a bunch of blacksmiths and stuff. That'll be cool. And so yeah, it's gonna be a blast. Last time, so yeah, you'll just have to it. point. You'll have to point to who I need shots of. 
Yeah. That, that person, that's a famous <laughs> okay. person. You know, like last I'm gonna, time. I'm um, getting their face. Laura Kampf was there two years ago in 2019. Yeah, I do, do know her. A, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's a good friend of Jimmy's and and uh, yeah. Been on, been on yeah. Tested and all that stuff and on, on right. um, Adam Savage's show. Right, exactly. Yeah. Which is a shame, which I don't think they're going to have another season. What do you mean? Oh, the there, uh, there was a savage. I think it's called Savage, oh, savage Works builds, or Savage, savage builds. builds. Right. Yeah. It was just like a higher production value version of his show. Right. Or not yeah. even not his YouTube channel. Not 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 not, not maybe higher. Produ- it was you know there's just more money in it. Right. He could do he yeah. could do bigger things basically. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So like, it was kind of a mix of like MythBusters and what he does on Tested. Like right. the one day builds, but just like hey, let's build fun stuff. Yeah, she had like um, what Simone Gertz and uh, and and Lara Kampf on building. Yeah, right. And he building like he did, uh, like Mad demolition Max. derby, Mad Max cars. Right. Yeah, that was, that was stuff cool. where you need someone writing you like a hundred thousand dollar check. Right, yeah, like exactly. making an Iron Man <laughs> suit and um, yeah, yeah. He did a uh, I don't know what they call it. It's uh, um oh. What's what do you call uh, a wheel that spins real fast and then you let it go? Uh, I, don't I don't I don't know exactly what it was, but anyway, I know that's a bad description. But it's uh, <laughs> it was I think it was uh, something they wanted to use in World War Two, and they would oh, spin yeah, it right. or, or or no maybe I th- or anyway man this I'm all right. <laughs> move on from that but it's a, Riveting a big content. giant it's a big <laughs> yeah. giant wheel that would spin really fast and you'd kind of let it go and you could attach right. bombs to it basically right and it would like the, and, the momentum would go carry it mm-hmm. wherever you right. Yeah, right 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 cylindrical for, cool. I, I, I don't know cylindrical exactly, force or, yeah right <laughs> uh, but yeah so that'll be fun and uh, we'll see yeah, and obviously there'll be a bunch of cool makers and stuff there you know no matter who makes it but but I think you know, because 2019 went really well, and then 2020, I think it it may have gotten more hype because people were waiting, and like then they were they were gonna have it, and then they weren't gonna have it, and then they were, and then they then they decided not to, and then they did the like the virtual. So I think this year it'll obviously be bigger, um, but you know we'll see. <laughs> Excuse me, we'll see how much how much bigger. Um, but you know, it'll be, it'll be interesting, but I, th- I still feel like it's small enough to be more intimate. You know, you kind of, you can, you can actually like talk to people and hang out and it's not like, you know, it's yeah. not like 5,000 people and it might be 500 people, you know, so yeah. like, you I don't know, know. visitors I, as well as presenters. So we'll see. I feel, know. I feel like it will be a lot bigger just cause like you said that people have been talking about and people are really ready to do stuff. Yeah, right. People are over it, and everybody's saying you don't, you know, need the masks, and everyone's getting their, their or most people are getting their shots, and blah 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 blah. So I think right. people will really be ready to uh, let loose. Yeah, right. Exactly. That's the other. Yeah, the other reason to do it is that you know people just want to get out and do stuff, thing, things that they missed last year, and I think that's also I think people a lot of people got used to not doing stuff where in the past they would have done a lot of stuff. And then you just right. like, Oh, this is kind of nice. We've kind of had a break, but now people are over the break. They're like, okay, now we're ready. <laughs> you know, yeah. like it's kind of nice to hang out and not really have to go to a bunch of stuff and people to just do a bunch of stuff on my own. You know, like a lot of content creators have said mm-hmm. that people are used to going to different conferences and events and stuff. And 
were like, oh, this is kind of nice this year. We just got to hang out and just make more content and put stuff out there. So, But I think people are ready now. They're yeah. Ready. Yep. They are ready. And we will be there. Yes, sir. All right. Um, do you have a recommendation, Devin, this week for our listeners? Um, I was good. Well, okay. I'll say um, my uh, wife will be watching uh, some shows, and I either, like, half interested in some of them or not. But right. sometimes I do get hooked into shows that I wouldn't normally watch. Things like The Crown on Netflix, which is so, so good. Yeah, that's that's, good. That, that's a um, free recommendation there about <laughs> about the royals and uh, Queen Elizabeth and her family and all that. And that's a great show. If you haven't seen that, it's awesome. But um, so I got into that and then I got into this is my record recommendation. I think I talked to you the other week about this, Downton Abbey. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> no, that's a. Uh, I mean, it's a BBC show. It was on PBS. Uh, I'm sure if you know it, maybe it's a lot of women like it. But it's it's kind of a a period piece thing, like like they do on the yeah. BBC. You know, they all dress up and do like the uh, English manners and blah blah blah. But right, it's it's just really good. And I yeah. was a little upset. She, I today I came after dinner. She put on a. Uh, uh, you ever see Shameless? Mm, the movie Shameless, or is it a show? No, it's it's a show with uh-huh. uh, a bunch of it's it, it's really good, but it's totally different. It's like right. really dirty and funny and grimy and right like a family in Chicago. It's really good, but I was like, oh, I was watching Downton like last time you were on like <laughs> season five. Like what happened? I was like following <laughs> along, and she's like, oh no, I'm done. So now I'm gonna have to go back and watch the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> by myself and be sitting there watching Downton Abbey. Downton Abbey, yeah. But I have watched. It, a handful it, it, it's of good. It's it's, really it's good. quality yeah. stuff. It's like, it's yeah. a little drama, but it's funny and kind of clever and it's yeah. it's interesting. So you know, it's it's about the uh, the upstairs of the house and everyone in the downstairs, and it's just right. a good BBC costume drama thing. So there you go. Yeah, and they're they're the the amount of authenticity that they put into that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was was like super super good so you know they had all the period the people who were like period accurate you know like this if you're gonna do it this is the way the aristocracy would have lived this is like everything would be perfect the people who you know all the servants and stuff would have done and known everything exactly this way you know so you had the like the people who were the authenticators to make everything perfect and so it was like a lot of work that went and a lot of the the behind the scenes was kind of cool and they had access to Downton which was cool I think I I think that's what it might be called something different I forget but they they shot there and um, just a great cast. What's the uh, the older woman? Maggie. Uh, Mag- oh, no. oh, yeah, Maggie. Mag- yeah, yeah, Maggie. She um, was. She was in. Yeah, she a bunch was, of stuff. Uh, right. Yeah, she was uh, Professor McGonagall. Uh, McGonagall in Harry Potter. Yeah, Maggie something. Yeah, Maggie. 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 But her character. Her, her character's <laughs> great. It, it's it's good. So. Yeah. You know, maybe you can surprise your wives out there or wives surprise your husbands and uh, watch <laughs> Downton. Downton Abbey. Downton yeah. Abbey. <laughs> All right. Well, my recommendation this week is actually another podcast. I thought you. I thought you were going to say another period piece. Another period piece. Called another BBC Sh- show. Schmountain Schmappy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as no. good. 
No, it was actually, um, so I was just popping on the Instagram. And the other thing about being up here in Vermont is that uh, my there's no cell service at my in-laws' house. Now they have Wi-Fi, and so I can do anything over Wi-Fi, like, um, you know, in, uh, iMessage for other iPhones and stuff works fine. And then, obviously, Devin and I, you and I, use Facebook Messenger most of the time, which works fine, or the Internet. But um, because of that, I'm not, like checking my social media stuff as much just and because we're up here on vacation but i i popped right. onto instagram today and i saw brian house from housework on youtube and the work for podcast he was actually a guest on the essential craftsman podcast which mm. is another really awesome youtube channel the essential craftsman so um check out that and that's um again that's called the essential craftsman podcast and it's episode 82 it's called the ultimate shop tool two by 72 grinders with brian house so a little love for brian a little love for the essential craftsman so check out uh check out that it looks pretty cool i haven't listened to it yet i just saw it today so hopefully well. it's good i'm not sending you all something so next week my um my recommendation will be the same thing because now i have watched it like you <laughs> <laughs> or be like really it's really good you gotta go check it out now but it's funny because I know they had a podcast, <laughs> and I've I've kind of been wanting to listen to it. But you know, I have other podcasts, and I just, you know, when when I see it, I'll be like, oh, that might be a cool podcast to listen to. But then if I don't actively do it right away, like most things, you know, it just kind of slips my mind. So this gives me a, a reason to listen to their podcast. So if if you guys watch the Essential Craftsman, the main talent right is uh, mm -hmm. is Scott. Um, that's the older. That's the father, and then his son Nate does all the camera work, and you know they do the channel together like you and I do. So the podcast is the two of them. Sometimes it's one or the other doing you know guests with other people, you know. Mm. Um, but it's Nate and Scott talking with Brian. So trying to creep in on our family style podcast. I know, right? Yeah, they tried to creep in like thirty episodes before we started ours. Well, Jerks. good luck. That's real <laughs> sneaky of them to do it before us too. It was funny when I first. I see your angle. <laughs> Start it before we do, and Start then kind of do make us do. copy you. I see. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, it was actually a, a commenter on one of our videos at one point was like, oh, "I, you know, I love your work, blah blah blah." I can definitely tell that you're, you know, you're also influenced by the Essential Craftsman. I was like, "By the who?" <laughs> like went and looked up their channel. I was like, "Whoa, this guy's awesome!" You know, <laughs> and that's what we put out. You know, not then, but later. You know, whatever videos later, we put out the video on the uh, on the the brick forge. You know, like the no the the easy built brick forge that we built, and uh, and he put out his video like three or four days before us of the same thing, the brick forge. Yeah, We're like you know, you should come up with your own ideas. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> we shot this it? and put it all together in two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I wish we could have have that speed. <laughs> right. Yeah, we can't do what we did last week every week. That's ridiculous. <laughs> and that was just shooting it. So, right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that was good. Um. So. Yeah, well, next week. Oh, that's the other thing I wanted to say is that uh, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary. What is How many weeks in a year? Is it 52 weeks in a year? We're on episode 50. So I think technically next week is our one-year anniversary of the Art of Craftsmanship podcast because we skipped Easter. So uh, either next week or the following week, we I think we're going to probably do an episode with the brothers again. So. Okay. Celebrate our our one year with uh, with all four brothers, and we'll see we'll see how that happens. But it's coming up. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. It'll be fun. 
All right, well, that's it. Um, thank you guys all for listening. Uh, make sure that if you uh, if you do like, always you can go over to whichever platform you're listening to and give us a rating or write a review. Um, all that stuff really helps to spread the word. You know, share it, tell your friends about us. You know, all those things help. We really like doing the podcast, and we like that there's. Um, the people in the community that we are that are like-minded are listening so if you're out there and you're listening we know you're listening and we really appreciate it um Mm -hmm. and for anyone who wants to help um and those all of you who do if anybody else wants to help and support what we do on the art of craftsmanship on our channel and the podcast you can always go over to instagram um i'm sorry (laughs) go over to uh patreon (laughs) and uh you know support us there patreon.com slash the art of craftsmanship and you can follow us, follow us on Instagram, The Art of Craftsmanship and The Art of Camera Guy. And just listen and like and hang out and, and come and, you know, meet us either at the Timber Inn or the Maker Camp. We'll be at both of those events this year. So, all right, everybody. Uh, it's been a blast as always. Thank you all so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.